Hello, friends. We're back in action with yours truly, Colette Marie, with the Unconventional Yogi Podcast. Real content, real talk. This is part three of the decision-making process. This is the final part. We're not going to go any further. I think three parts is enough, and this last part will be a little more fluffy in a way. Not too fluffy, but a little fluffy. I gotta add the fluff. There has to be a little fluff because without that little bit of fluff, I think we'll we'll do ourselves a disservice when it comes to understanding the totality of the decision-making process with, with the way I have understood it to be and the way I have written it to be in my book, The Yogic Path to Self-Realization and Personal Freedom. So I'm reading from the book. I'm quoting myself here. And so I thought we will dig into the concept of the subconscious theory because that's the part of the book that we're we're talking about here it's uh the part of the book that discusses how our subconscious mind plays a role it's chapter 17 and how our subconscious mind really can have a direct impact and influence our decision making process on a day-to-day basis and in the last podcast i mentioned the word freedom Freedom uh, means different things to different people. We look at freedom, we think of politics. We think of our personal freedoms in this country. We think about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, presidential administrations. We think about our Second Amendment rights, First Amendment rights, and, and that, that's the external. We have the external aspects of what freedom might mean for us in our daily life in this country, but that's not what I am referring to. No, 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 no. Those are nice things. Glad they're there. Hey, glad they're there. But what I'm talking about is the freedom that is in your head. Because none of that will really matter if you're miserable. You can be here and live your life and tout Second Amendment rights and First Amendment rights and this administration and that administration. And, and that's, all, that's all well and good. But you could be doing that while being in a state of feeling imprisoned in your mind right think about that if you're unhappy inherently just kind of in a state of perpetual misery because finances aren't right relationship isn't going right family's giving you you know uh, a headache there's things going on in the family that are not right maybe there's some medical conditions going on that have precipitated a feeling of just being in a state of unhappiness and dis-ease in your mind. I mean, there are so many variables which dictate how we feel and then how we make a decision in, in any given moment. So we might not be feeling that kind of freedom in our mind. And that's what I'm referring to. I'm referring to that one singular point regarding our personal liberation because if we don't get our mind in that realm of liberation or feeling liberated and free the external won't matter it just won't matter it will not have it it won't matter so with that in mind allow me to read what I would like to talk about regarding Bob Frissel's book having a human we are spiritual beings having a human experience that's his book Bob Frissel we are spiritual beings having a human experience and he gets into the subconscious part of the mind and I'm a big fan of the subconscious part of the mind 
there's another book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. Uh, he's a, a big component regarding how I changed my thinking. So these two books have played a role. That being said, our uh, personal freedom, the freedom for which you seek, the liberation that you can experience will not come from the outside world. Freedom will come from your freedom will not come from your political beliefs, religious beliefs, your scientific beliefs, your beliefs in non-belief, your esoteric beliefs, your cultural beliefs, your familial beliefs, gender, non-gender beliefs, your medical beliefs, and your technological beliefs. Freedom will not come from any of those beliefs or belief structures. Freedom freedom comes from within your mind because the shackles around your mind are around your mind, not around your ankles and your wrists. So when the concept of spiritual being theory is considered, you are considering the possibility that you have the choice and the option either to embrace that you are a spiritual being having a human experience or not and in so doing there is a chance that your thought process will be influenced by the light of this knowledge for which you have chosen to embrace or deny therefore the authority that you have been giving away to the world over can slowly return to you with every passing thought with every passing choice you make with every passing favorable decision you make that will lead you to yet another favorable decision resulting in one in more and more favorable outcomes in your life i'm going to put a pen in that we'll stop there so let me repeat that last phrase the favorable decisions that you make one after the other will result in more and more favorable outcomes in your life but but you have to first realize that the freedom in which you're seeking is not going to come from the outside world the freedom in which you're seeking is going to come solely from the interior of your mind it's going to come from within you you are the architect of your freedom Yes, that word again. There's that word again, architect. There it is. I love that word. It really sums up the power that we have regarding which direction we're going to go in our lives consciously with a decision, with a single decision that we make that will influence our experience in this life, in this reality, either for the better or not for the better. So we can't blame anyone anymore. I used to do that. I used to blame other people. My 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 family. I used to blame family. I used to blame mom and dad all the time. I used to blame this person, that person, that circumstance over there, this circumstance over here. I used to blame. And the blame game is detrimental to achieving the goal of being liberated in the mind. And so once I realize, okay, I've got to stop doing that. Clearly, I'm an adult, right? They don't have anything to do with what I'm experiencing right now in this moment. Like, the decision I have to make can't have anything to do with mom, dad, aunt, grandma, husband, kids, coworker, boss. Like, none of that. It can't. It can't. The decision that I make can't be about how 
you know, they influence me. Rather, I have to be the one to influence myself. So I can't blame my poor decision making, whatever, however that unfolds on the external person, whoever that is. I can only blame myself for not doing the necessary things or taking the necessary steps or making the right necessary choices leading up to a major decision that has a benefit or in this case has a, a unfavorable outcome like that's completely up to me not up to anybody else and it has nothing to do with anybody else I think that's the gist of not blaming outside sources for the various shortcomings nay failures or mistakes or however you want to perceive those unfavorable circumstances that unfold before you it's not about them it's about you it's about what you're doing it's about how you choose to do it now granted we do have conditioning we talked about that in the last podcast granted we have these trappings these programs that we have we may not even be aware that we're in because they have been cultivated over the last two three four decades five decades however old you are that time frame we have fed into it we've fed it we've given it power juice we've we've enabled it you know we've done all the things necessary to keep it alive to keep that negative conditioning alive breathing alive feeding off of us like a parasite like a leech and we have to we have to look at that and 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 really realize that you you don't have to continue you don't have to keep going down that particular path you can look at all that junk and say okay it's there uh, now I know that it's there I, I don't have to subscribe to it wholeheartedly I could do uh, things differently and every day actively make a choice that is uh, opposite of the programming opposite of the conditioning opposite of the way of the behaviors that you have engaged with all this time you can do that it's not easy but it can be done it can be done because it's possible why because you again are the architect of your thoughts of your feelings and how you perceive yourself that's a big deal it's a totally big deal and once you come into contact with that most important aspect of who you are and what you're capable of doing you might not you might not know which direction to go at that point but if you come in contact with that you're gonna know what you need to do and how to do it you're gonna know you're gonna come in contact with that realization hopefully sooner than later and from that point start making a decision that's going to be the opposite effect so if you've had made if you've made decisions in the past that have rendered unfavorable outcomes make the opposite kind of decision that will then render favorable outcomes Ooh, i like that word rendering rendering right just like having a return on your investment 
of doing the work to make sure that your decision-making process faculties are being cultivated in a way that will render a positive and favorable outcome for you over and over and over and over. That's not to say that we don't make a poor decision here and there, but you know, the frequency of that will be very few and far between. That's the goal. Changing the ratio so that the ratio is reflective of positive, good decision-making experiences and less and less and less and less of the opposite. That's the goal, in my opinion. In my opinion, that is the goal. That's the goal for me. That was the goal for me, and it continues to be the goal for me. So it's not going to just end, okay, I made a series of good decisions, and now I can stop. No, no. This is ongoing for forever until you are no longer taking drawing air in this life. You are on a path. It's a path, and it's a practice. You're doing something over and over and over and over until it's ingrained in your head until it becomes a theme in your life, until your very reality is reflective of all of those decisions and everyone is affected positively by it. But most importantly, you are being impacted positively by the decisions that you make because you're doing the work. So I hope that part one and two and three have served you well and that if you want more information about this whole concept of decision-making process, jump on Amazon, right? And you can find Antevasin, that's A-N-T-E-V-A-S-I-N, a yogic path to self-realization and personal freedom written by your Shirley Colette Marie. It will be there. It will be there. Click, click the link for that book. Get it shipped to you in an instant practically right you can like push the button and there'll be a knock at the door boom the book is on the front step Uh, I highly recommend it I enjoyed writing it I learned a lot from it I reread my work often and I learn something new about things that I write and it's all it's funny when that happens but I really enjoy when that does happen so I hope uh, the book serves you well if you choose to purchase it And thank you again for tuning in to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. Real content, real talk.